0: Good morning. We're live. Good morning. We're live. Good morning, Chad. Good morning. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, welcome to our last edition of Beadmaker & Coffee for September 2023. Uh, You know what that means?
0: It's fall, y'all.
2: It's fall, y'all. <laughs> it's fall. Oh, oh, I don't do, do that.
0: Cool <laughs> so it
2: was beautiful weather in, in Salt Lake City over the weekend, and yeah. we are getting ready for the last five weeks before
0: SEMA. Yay! Yeah. Man, that is that is cringe time, right? It goes by so fast. So yeah, fast. it's
1: crazy. It's been crazy. We, I think, me and Keith were talking about this the other day uh, when you guys got in, how
2: mm-hmm.
1: like. The year—it feels like it just started. Like I, f- I feel like we're—we should be like in February, and the year's almost over. Totally.
2: Well, so what's well, worst about that is I think I still got all the same stuff to left to do that I started the year with. So that's the worst part.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Totally. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, long time no see. We were just like, right. What like thirty six hours ago. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, let's talk about real quick what we did. You had uh, all of Team PNS there there. Um, so, Rennie, myself, Bob, and Keith, we all flew to Salt Lake. Uh, this is the first time that the four of us have come to this event together. So, that was pretty fun. Um, so, let's talk about what we did.
1: Um, Jeez, what didn't we do? I mean, that was a wild couple of days. Honestly, it was like you guys – landed and it was non-stop running gun the whole time until you guys left like you guys were running out of the building at the end of the event uh to catch flight so it was uh it was pretty a pretty intense couple days but it was so much fun we did some some pretty cool stuff and the event went amazing um our best turnout yet um it was our single best sales day uh on this side of things that we've ever had by a that's awesome by double it was right. it was a mass. Yeah, it was a good day, but more aside, more than that, the the customer feedback we've already. I mean, I got probably yeah. eighteen text messages yesterday, uh, thanking us for putting on the event and just you know what what us and PNS and what we do in the industry. So the customer feedback, which is the most important thing, I, I would I could care less if we sold. 2 dollars in sales and had the same customer impact that's what that's why we do these things so um it was the customer feedback has been great so far so yeah
0: that's yeah. awesome and it was an awesome event this was number 5 right for you guys
1: yes so we took yeah we did it 2 years and then we took the the uh, the old covid year we didn't yeah. do we didn't right. do it that year um so yeah this is our 5th year so mm-hmm.
0: yeah. that's awesome that's awesome so it was such a great event but i think uh the important message there is that you know, for distributors, you can put on events like this and it doesn't need to be huge. You know, it just needs to take some thought and some planning and, you know, but um, I mean, yes, the sales are fantastic. Right. But more so the connecting with your customers. Right. Um, You know, the two go hand in hand. You know, if you if you build that relationship, the sales come right. And, um, you know, that's what I thought was so cool was so many of those customers, you know, from the first one that I went to, which was four years ago, you know, those, some of those same guys were still there, which was so cool. You know, they've been to this event before and they still come out to support you guys. And then, you know, all the ones that there were so many from each time I've been there where they were like a new customer or new to detailing, um, you know, all the guys were there, which was so cool. Um, So cool to see that. And then still a lot of new people, right? I mean, I don't remember the number, but you guys had a lot of new customers that weren't currently customers that came to the event, right? Was it like fifty? 30, yeah.
1: thirty. Well, sorry. Yes. We had thirty we had 50 new people that had never been here before. 30 of them actually turned into orders. Um, you know, I want you said something. You said it doesn't have to be huge, but I want to stress that it can be huge. I oh, mean, our first huge. year, the first year that we did this, um, the first year we did it, yeah. we did a car show. There was a whole bunch of looky loose people that were that weren't here that were just here to see the cars. The second yeah. year we switched to more of a detail-oriented um mm-hmm. structure, and I think we had like 14 people here.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: the first year we really went uh more right. dialed into the detail side, and we had over, I think we had 220 people show up on Saturday. nice that actually that registered so i mean it it doesn't have to be but it can be and i just well it'll turn into huge right (laughs) it's expand your vision we we constantly keep trying to do um new stuff Mm -hmm. but also um expanding our reach and just adding more value to our customers and with that they in turn um i mean most of our most of our reach from this has all been our customers, our our current customers, are people that have had this experience before that are, are out there talking about it. So this mm-hmm. isn't we don't do. I mean, we do a little bit of advertising, but it's I mean, it's next to nothing. So this is all right. word of mouth, pretty really? much. So yeah. Well,
2: yeah, you know, you guys brought in a full crew. I mean, it wasn't just PNS. I mean, the rag mm-hmm. company was there. So Levi and and Josh Pictor were there, and then mm-hmm. they had the guys from Road fs Rod and Jody were great, and they were fun to be 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 able to be with them again. Uh and then we had the team uh, Buff and Shine was there, Rich and his crew, uh, which was awesome to have. You know, you had mm-hmm. the interaction and Matt from Diamond Protect. So you had a lot of opportunity for folks to talk to the actual brand. You know, and I think yeah. that's that's huge is is to give folks an opportunity to visit with them. And you mm-hmm. know, Sid got to do some demos and Rennie did a demo, Bob did a demo and I got to be a personal shopper for a lot of folks. And boy, it felt like there were a lot more than 30 new customers to you guys because there are people who said, man, I, I've never been here. I didn't even know they had this. And yeah. So it was a lot of fun to, to interact with customers, um, mm-hmm. you know, and for the manufacturers, you know, and Sid and I know this pretty well is we don't do that a ton when, mm-hmm. in our roles. You know, our roles are really to do promotion of the brand. And so I usually am talking to you, Chad. Uh, so it's fun to get out and visit mm-hmm. the customers. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, You had a great crowd there and, you know, kind of turned over a couple of times. So uh, Mm -hmm. it was neat uh, in a five hour period to kind of see two waves come in, probably more than that, but um, Mm -hmm. what a great event, you know? And I I think that's another thing that that detailers need to take away too is um, we all as brand reps don't get a chance to get out a ton uh, to as many folks as we want. So when those events happen, go support the distributors and put that together because it's Mm -hmm. Uh, it's an opportunity for you guys to get the the questions and answers and the exposure to those folks, but
1: it's also great for us to see you and get your feedback. Well, and this is, I mean, this is a lot of these, a lot of our our customers or our clients, they they don't have the opportunity to go to these big trade shows, SEMA, MTE, things like that. So this is that's what we've tried to create here is a is a mini. Um, a mini MTE, if you will, that gives our customers the opportunity to interact with some of the greatest in the industry, like, um, like Sydney and, 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 Rennie and and Josh, uh, Levi and Josh. So, um, it's funny, you know, you, we had great support from all of our vendors, but you, you mentioned someone specific- specifically, and that's Rod and Jody from, uh, RoadFS. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not a vendor. They're, or they're not a vendor. Right. Right. Like they, they, we don't, we don't sell their product. Mm-hmm. Um, they were here. We brought them in just to add value to our customers, right. um, because we know the how powerful that type of uh, uh, software can be for for these even single operator detail businesses. So, I mean, think outside of the box. Like, again, we had to we had to uh, spend resources and time, and um, so did they to have to come down yeah. and. There was no issue. I mean, we, this was just, they were here just to uh, add value to our customers. There was no, we, we, there was no benefit to us other, you know, other than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was absolutely an an excellent event. So congratulations, Chad. I know. Thank you. Um, so I, I, wanted to kind of paint this picture because I know, um, how much effort and stress and sleepless nights it takes to plan an event like that when you're kind of the, you know, for lack of a better word, producer, Um, and so I have to paint this picture because, so team PNS came in a day early and, you know, so Shad's the producer of this whole large event on Saturday and we grabbed him Friday morning and took him with us for the entire day. Um, so that, that even lends a hand to how much you were prepared because we took you the final day before your event took you out of that space for the entire day. So thank you for that. Um, so on Friday... Uh, we went around and visited um, other detail shops in the area, which again is something that Keith and I don't get to do too often. But when we do, mm-hmm. that is my f- literally hands down favorite thing, whether it's a shop crawl, a shop tour. I mean, I just can't soak up enough of people's stories of how they got to where they are. And, you know, some of these guys I've known for many years and I know when they're, operations were much, much smaller. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. So we went to, uh, Lux auto, Lux automotive, which is Cougar. Um, you know, even just hearing his story, I know, you know, one of the things we talked about was a lot of people see, you know, when people come into the limelight and they just assume that that's where someone's always been and to hear his stories of, you know, when he first was detailing and the shops he was detailing out of, I mean, and then to be standing in his current shop is unreal. Like that's so cool. Um, then we went to, uh, J and G auto reconditioning with Jamie, uh, absolutely amazing. I wish that we would have been videoing the whole time he was telling his story. (laughs) Um, absolutely amazing. So, so great, great staff. And then we went to onsite detailing Chris Blaisdell, who I see is joining us this morning, which awesome. Um, and again, just phenomenal started out mobile, you know, worked his way up to having a shop, now runs both in tandem very successfully. Uh, so, so cool. And then we got to visit kind of a still semi-secret undisclosed location, which I'm sure we'll get some press eventually. So very cool. I loved that day. I love, love going to shops.
2: It was a spa day for all of us. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. of us more ways than one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keith. So yeah. J and G. Yeah. Keith got himself a haircut, uh, yeah. in the middle of the day at, uh, J and G they have a little barbershop there set up. So, um, it, it's fun to go to these different shops and see the unique, um, the unique aspects. They all have their own little flair, mm-hmm. their own, you know, I mean, Lux has their, uh, their racing simulator and their massage chair uh, mm-hmm. that I use quite often. Yeah. Um, J and G and their, their, their barber shop And, um, you know, so it's it's cool to see the the different flares, the different you know, you know personalities of these uh, detail shops. Well, it's implement. so, cool so. To see
2: the way they connected to their customers. You know, Cougar's mm-hmm. just got a, a vibe there that's that's yeah. you know um, really unique, and it, it is racing and and ultra modern and cool and chic. And then go to J and G, and he's got a little bit more of a personal connection kind of feel with his customers, and. And we'll kind of we can steer you toward everything you need uh even if it's something we don't do i mean he's got a paint pdr team that he's teamed up with to help there he's got you know barber all that stuff and then we we go to chris i mean and chris connects in a totally different way because he's he's literally concierge service he's got his folks out there branded and clean and tight and they visit their customers and they take care of them on spot so every one of those guys has a totally different way to connect their customer and yet they're they're super successful at um you know doing that and i thought that was really cool
1: yeah and it's cool because they're kind of they're they're different customer bases which just lends to i mean we talk about all the time yeah. there's enough out here for all of us to eat right we don't have to the industry's just started to come around to where we're a little bit where we can throw events like this and have 200 detailers in the same spot 10 years ago you couldn't find two in the same on the same block you know right. you have one detail walking this way on a sidewalk and this one coming this way, they're gonna turn around and walk the other way just so they don't have to pass each other 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, now you get 200, 220 of them in the same room connecting and networking. And um, so it's interesting to see where the where the industry is starting to come. I still think we have a long way to go, but man, it's it's a, a breath of fresh air from where it used to be. Yes. Um, and Friday, Friday was great and and I was able to do that because of the amazing staff that we have here. I felt comfortable because um, they, you know, we were, I was touching base with them all day long and they were um, I knew that they were they could finish the the home stretch because we just have some great people here. So I've got uh, I got a couple people in general, Max, um, that kid, you know, he's he's I think 22, 23 years old and he's just he's a powerhouse man. I don't know what I would do without him. He makes my life. Yeah, I, I, he 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 just gets stuff done. He's just yeah. he's just a go getter, and um, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt comfortable leaving if I know I didn't have him here, um, mm-hmm. dialing stuff in and, and sending me instant you know constant info. And so we just, we have a great staff here, and that's what allows me to to Can venture out and do you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. They,
2: they were Absolutely. killing it. They were loading shelves. They were doing everything. So. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the part of the program where you guys talked about what did you detail last week? And oh, I get to go God. sit in the background and refill my coffee cup. So I'll see if I need to pop back in.
0: Awesome. Awesome, man. I must be getting older because these are hard for me to remember. I have to go, what did I detail last week? <laughs> my goodness. Um, so I did do, um, and some of you guys might remember, I have this boat that comes every year and a couple years ago, and it's the only boat that I just like wash and wax every year. Like I just have one customer that I do wash and wax every year. And this was the boat that a couple years ago, um, I remember cause it was a bead maker coffee morning, but, um, it was May, literally May. And I walked outside to detail that he had dropped it off on a Sunday night, walked out, well, didn't walk outside, but woke up, you know, to do bead maker and coffee and was ready to detail it. And there was seven inches of snow on top of it. So the same black boat that comes every year, we switched it to the fall so that maybe it was a little bit safer. So it's a black boat, about uh, 24 feet. And he just really, well, it lived in in the water the whole summer. So it's a little bit worse than those that get pulled out, you know, every weekend and dried off. So definitely had all the sludge along the bottom and all that kind of stuff. And so um, it was really kind of tattered this year. So I pulled out the good old trusty wool pad, which I don't know the number. <laughs> I know everybody likes to call it like piece 270345. Mm. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but I love that wool pad. And then, um, Kyle's boat and RV. absolutely love that product. Mm. Man, that can, I mean, it just rehydrates the gel coat, like nobody's business. I mean, just awesome. So I don't use that product too much cause I don't do too many boats, but, um, that was lifesaver last week for sure
1: the the versatility of that product always um surprises me it's like people come in and they're like well this i have a lot of oxidation i'm like how much like a lot i'm like yeah it'll work and every time they come back and like i didn't think it was gonna work but it it did phenomenal it's it you know it's got really good defect removal if you use it right so that's a very um very versatile product
0: love it so love it um so did you get to use any products last week (laughs)
1: so not uh it was a little over a week ago so we had jason rosen for uh for a two-day training um and we 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 prepped everything with with pns stuff so absolute did the old wash clay wash mm-hmm. clay prep no you know mm-hmm. no sill and mm-hmm. it, it's amazing we had a um we worked on a toyota forerunner uh, and then um a maserati i'm i always butcher this name but the uh pinaferina
0: oh, okay i think it's called
1: mm-hmm. so and mm-hmm. Just yeah, I mean it it that absolute still blows me away to this day because yeah. it's like the, the people in this class are like, you're gonna clean that for prep for, for pain correction with that. And I'm like, yeah, watch this 15, 20 minutes done, ready to go. So mm-hmm.
0: um it's so great.
1: So yeah, great. Jason actually Jason stopped by. Uh interesting. He he yeah. Rupez was not represented here, but Jason Rose stopped by. He was coming through, he was going to uh, help move his son from Vegas back up to Colorado and he uh just yeah. happened to Come Thought through at the right time and stop by and and you know I, I love that guy. Jason Rose is one of my. I say this all the time. He's one of my favorite humans yeah. on this planet. Um, so I owe so much to that guy. I, my my skill set has improved so much uh, yeah. because of him. But
0: yeah, he's great. Yeah. That was so fun seeing him pop in. And speaking of absolute, there was a couple times that I was up front in the store, and there was a couple new detailers that were there like within the last six months. And that was the first thing when they saw me, they wanted to pull me aside and go this product and they would point to the absolute and they would just go on and on forever about it. And it was so funny to, um, just see people's like true enthusiasm for that product, you know, where they just, it literally, you know, has changed something within their business. And, um, that w- it was just funny that every time I'd walk up there, somebody would grab me and be like. Absolutely you know, and they just wanted to talk about it. And it was that was so great. Absolute is
1: I get that I get that all the time. I get so many people that I it's funny because it's it's a hard sell. Mm -hmm. But once you sell it, it's they they can't go back. But I have so many guys, I mean, even at the event out of guys are like, yeah, I've I've been meaning to try that. I've been talking to you for the last six months about it, but now seeing it, I'm like, man, I've been telling you. Mm -hmm. So that's if you're not using absolute in your business you're mm-hmm. absolutely insane because it like it, it doesn't have to be on every wash but there's so many instances where that can just mm-hmm. save you so much time or um allow you to do a job that you normally wouldn't, wouldn't do i mean our, our winters here are terrible so that gives even in a garage you can't wash a car in a garage when it's you know 12 degrees outside you yeah. can do a rinse panel by panel in a if you you know if you if you know what you're doing in a garage in 12 mm-hmm. degree i've done it myself so mm-hmm. um it's just it's still such an under uh underutilized product in this industry but yeah
0: so Sorry. great i love it love it love it love it, love it. all right so know. should we start with questions right everybody start sending in your questions we have shad here and he um you know is just as much of an expert on PNS products as i am um you know he gets to use them a lot gets to talk about them a lot and um knows them like the back of his hand don't you <laughs> yeah so uh, I've spent a lot of time. Yes. So we've got all the answers. So, um, yes, super auto. Um, I'm almost wondering if it's a little bit of taunting (laughs) going on. Um, (laughs) I've noticed a couple crystal wash videos posted by your creators. No, I'm kidding. It's not taunting. It is that people are curious and so they're trying it out. And, um, yes, I have seen several videos and, um, I did speak with the rag company last week before I left, and I begged and pleaded for them to help me do that video. Um, It's just going to be one that is really hard to do with the equipment that I have, Um, mainly because obviously it's really hard to make a video about a clear product on paint that is doing a job that is invisible. (laughs) So it's really hard to make that video. So I'm gonna have um the Rag Company help me since they have those really great cameras that once we allow the product to dry on the surface and crystallize, maybe their cameras will be able to pick that up. So um I believe they're gonna help me on that. So hopefully we can get that done in the next few weeks. My goal will be to have the video out before SEMA, but Um, we will see. So we are, we are definitely working on it, but I do know that all of this talk about it is definitely making people want to try it out and play with it themselves. And um, I have seen some of those videos. So yes, great. All right, Chris coming in with, I'll add that we all work together and send back work back and forth to each other. That is so awesome. I, um, I've always said, love the Utah detailers. You guys have the best (laughs) network of detailers. You really do. It's,
1: utah the utah detail scene is so under uh recognized in the industry um Mm -hmm. i've had the good fortune to travel quite a bit and and not to downplay any anybody else's but that's that's i mean i feel like we're kind of a little bit ahead of a lot of places in that networking because yeah i mean all three of those places um they service. They have different specialties, so they work together. Um, even though they all kind of, at their core, do the same thing, mm-hmm. they they refer work, work back and forth. And I mean, J and G, if they can't get to a detail, they'll they'll send it over or or get in touch with Chris or vice versa. It's it's really. Um, I have some amazing customers. I have, you know, I consider myself to have the best customers in the industry um, because they are so easy to work with for for the most part. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, we have, we have a great culture here in the, yeah. in the detailing industry. and.
0: But I think it helps too that you bring them all together several times a year too. You know, that definitely helps, but you know, Keith and I say it a lot when we're out, you know, working with other areas and stuff, we bring up the Utah detailers all the time. Um, really we use them as like the benchmark. This is what you want to be. And um, I know there's a Facebook group for Utah detailers and I mean, almost weekly, there's a, you know, I have this person that has this emergency, I can't get them in, who can take them? I mean, it's like just one big network and they all just, you know, post if they have something they can't get to. And someone, you know, usually two or three people say, I can take it. I mean, it's just, or even product, you know, I'm out of this and it might be something weird. You know, can anybody, you know, I've seen where people are like on site and they run out of something and another detailer will send, you know, someone to bail them out. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's awesome.
1: And people, I think people are, are can be afraid to do stuff like that because they think, well, if I refer to this, cust- this customer somewhere else, then they may start going there and they don't, they don't realize how much that extra effort goes. Like mm-hmm. if you can't get to them, don't leave them out in the wind. They're going to find somebody else to go to. Yeah. So if you're the guy to make that connection, right. that's going to, you know, for, first form, and if you're still at first form, tells this story a lot where he, um, he had a customer calling one time, and they sell uh, sports supplements. And mm-hmm. he this this person called in and said, "I need an oil, an oil filter for a 2012 Dodge, something or another." The guy's like, um, "We don't sell oil filters, but give me a minute. Where are you located?" And this guy went and googled and just said, "Hey, you've got an auto parts store down the road, uh, like three miles from you. That and they have them in stock." And that dude became a customer for life. Yeah. Like that, he every, as soon as he needed something in the supplement, uh, space, Mm -hmm. where do you think you went? Yeah, You know, so, um, don't be afraid to, to network with people. And I mean, your customers aren't going to go there. That's that, that that's going to go a long way with your customer. And it's going to show confidence in your work and, and, um, it's, you're, you're adding value. You're, you're, you're filling a need for them. So you'll still be top of mind next time they need a detail. Totally.
0: Totally. All right. Joe Kimball coming in with Shad. the hair is on point today. What PNS products are you using to keep it shiny? What's your oh, favorite question for this your is. This is
1: I've, got, I've got legend, inspiration, oh, uh, defender, and bead maker. And then I just, I top it off with dream maker right before I, I, nice. I come through the door. So <laughs> that it's a process, man. Yeah. It's, a, it's a process. It's, uh...
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Shad uses dressed to slick back his hair. Congratulations on another mm-hmm. successful event from Budco. This was from Ulyse, Ulysses. Wow, oh, what's up, man? So oh, awesome. That's yeah. great. Dress. I hadn't thought about that one.
1: <laughs> you're going to as, uh,
0: dress to get all that other stuff out of your hair before you
1: start dress. Dress is a little too oily. It's a little too, uh, I, I need, I use, leather treatment actually works really good because it's a little thicker. So, yeah. the
0: yeah. yeah. Yep. Smell like leather. That's nice. Smell <laughs> yeah. right, like Gabriel. an old saddlebag. Yeah. Gabriel, product of his week is Swift because it's new to him. So he just got it um, and made me do some... DIY craft, a three ounce bottle so I can keep it in the car. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Very Swift nice. Swift is
1: amazing. That's, that's basically all I use on, on my own vehicles now oh. because,
0: okay. oh.
1: um, and I'm not like, I don't stay up on top of them, but that stuff has under appreciated cleaning capabilities. I mean, right. Um, right.
0: Especially when you pair it with other stuff. And I know Jamie, the cleaner put out a video, um, just a couple days ago where he was using the drill brush with Swift um on a door panel like on the arm and it was amazing the finish that he got out of it you know he did the tape line and the 5050 and the part that he did with swift and the drill brush just literally looked brand new i mean it was like it yeah. was almost a little bit shocking how great it looked um but yeah there, there there's definitely been more people i think people are starting to figure out the place for it um you know i use it all the time i love it but yeah definitely on my own car and i feel like i honestly feel like it um keeps the dust down longer than oh for sure nothing you know yeah i love it
1: without question and that i mean drill brush is like is pretty extreme but obviously it works but i there's not much that i can't clean with the with swift and the express uh, sidekick that yeah. thing's an absolute monster yeah. Yeah. um if you're not using that you're you're yeah. Well, it wasn't is... a
0: drill brush. It was, um, it was, was the the, brush
1: or was it the? No,
0: it was the pad from the Ninja. So it was like oh. the Ninja tap pad that hooks on from Autofiber. You know how they have those discs? So technically it was the same. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. sidekick, it was just in a pad form on his drill. So it wasn't really a brush. Gotcha. It was same material, but just like, you know, 3,000 scrubs instead of. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. It was on like a little three inch pad. It was pretty cool.
2: Well, I had to pop in here because I actually had a little cheat day yesterday. I had one of the pieces of Stroopwafel from Hans. So thank Aww. you, Hans. So I had to pop That's in nice. and say that.
0: Um, Man, I can't believe you've been holding on to those that long. Mine were gone the first week. Well, you know, we're all working a little bit on the uh, on yeah. the uh,
2: program here. So we're yeah. trying to avoid too much of that around Yeah.
0: This time. Well, and I'm going to be honest, I think Mike ate mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I keep I keep hearing about these these uh, stroop waffles and I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get my hands on some. So I will you guys the you, company you have talking about the them.
0: real ones. Because if yeah. you try to buy just the ones like at our grocery stores here, you'll be super disappointed.
1: Oh, I've had them. They taste yeah. like chemical. I, yeah. it's, they're terrible.
0: Yeah, no, you gotta have the real ones.
1: I I had a real one
2: last night, and it was it was all I could do to only have the half of one.
0: So. Did you put it on top of your cup of coffee?
2: I have not done that yet, but uh, now mm-hmm. that I'm going back into the dark space, I'll probably do that right now.
0: Yeah. Bye. <laughs> the dark space. <laughs> All right. Well, hello. Street oh, Buffalo fans. Thanks for joining us, Hans.
1: So where do you guys, are those, you guys got those when you were back at, uh, yeah. um, yep. Waxstock or whatever yeah. it was.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, great looking hair is due in this episode. You know, I saw Jim, uh, Joe Kimball mentioned my hair earlier and I have to be honest, like I'm on day three of this hair. <laughs> like I was feeling bad. <laughs> we just did some dry shampoo and, um, yesterday, just because I, you know, I worked last week and then I go do these events and um, my daughter had homecoming and our flight was delayed and it was this whole thing. And so yesterday I didn't, I I didn't do anything.
1: I forgot about that. Did you make it back in time? Nope. No. Sorry.
0: Yeah. We literally walked out of Budco, got in our Uber. And one second after we got in our Uber, Josh called me and said, Hey, did you get the email? Our flight is canceled slash delayed. And I was like, so yeah, we landed in Boise um, about twenty minutes after they finished. <laughs> so
1: sick. Oh man! So what time did you guys get back?
0: Uh, Six forty-five.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, okay. that sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a bummer, but it's okay. It's okay. We got, we still got great pictures, and she had a blast, and you know, it's all right. It's all good. Oh, I
1: just want to thank you again. I know that was there was oh, a, yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of you guys came down, kind of, uh, you know, flew in the day of, or or had to fly out, had other things. So no, uh, it was, but. It was
0: great. It was great. Yeah. It was great. We had the teamwork situation. My husband totally filled in and I had to send him, you know, inst- clear instructions on how to get photos <laughs> and he, he actually did really good. So it was,
1: it was good. Great. Good job, Mike.
0: Yeah. Josh Petro, what's up my two favorite people? Oh, little pumpkin spice there. <laughs> Josh has this, I can never figure it out, but there's this long running joke. Josh has this, um, cause you know, there's so many Joshes and then like when we were in Monterey, I think we had three, I think we had three Josh's. And so Josh Brodell. And so at the rag company, they have to figure out who, which Josh they're talking about. So he has this nickname from high school. And I can never remember what it is. So for me, my head always goes to like pumpkin and spice. And I don't, it's, I can't remember what it is. It's some sort of. So fake. what's the name? Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, is, and that's Josh Petro you're talking about? I'm I always call him Petro.
0: Yeah. yeah I've always called that. him
1: Petro. And I'm going to continue to because there's, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Was, oh, peaches. Sounds was, cool. Peaches. I can never oh. remember the peaches. All right. Fast Eddie. I used crystal wash on a black BMW last weekend, and it really showed the crystal effect once it dried. Unfortunately, I didn't get any pictures. And that's the hardest part, too, is to remember to take pictures. Um, generally, when you're using crystal wash, I think there's something in those fumes that makes you forget what you're supposed to be doing at that <laughs> moment. <laughs> I know for me, I'm always on a phone call, and I always have to tell people, like, I don't have COVID. Because it makes me cough. I like, don't. Yeah. Like my favorite favorite line there. All right. Hello. I love. Let me. I will hold on. Hold on. I
1: gotta ask you a question. There's something I need clarification on.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: I've used Crystal Wash a little bit, but I'm. It's. We. It's something we just recently added.
0: Okay.
1: Is Crystal Wash as good at decontamination, pre- uh, prepping for a, as a coating as Iron Buster is, or is there? Tell um, me the. Because that's one product I. I don't have a ton of experience with.
0: So it is really good at decontamination and organic materials and all of that kind of stuff. But as, if the car truly has iron particles stuck to it, you're going to want to use Iron Buster. Okay. Um, so, and you know, you're not going to get that purple bleeding effect. You're not going right. to get any of that. It's just going to lift all the contamination away from the surface and, and help it be removed. But Iron Buster, you know, if you have a car that has been sitting outside and it truly has iron particles, if it's ever been near a railroad or, you know... Just depending on what environment it's lived, if it truly has that nasty iron particles on it, you're going to want to use Iron Buster. Um, The thing for me with Crystal Wash is it's easy and it's cost effective enough to just use it on almost every car, you know, just um, it's going to help during that process of when you go clay it, it's going to make sure that you do the chemical and mechanical decontamination Um, And it, you know, it truly leaves behind a a really smooth, clean surface. But if I had a car that had been, you know, near some type of construction site or something like that, I'm still going to use Iron Buster. Um, For me, though, it it comes in clutch because it gives me like an 85% option of deconning the car um, where I am working in my garage. And so, you know, that smell will win it will really linger yeah. from, from iron buster and then yeah. the mess, right? It gets a big mess on the floor for mobile guys. I feel like crystal wash is amazing because yeah. the worst thing is to try to use iron buster in your customer's driveway. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you know, you don't, you're not on top of rinsing it and rinsing away. And so, you know, we've definitely had people, um, and that's not just iron buster that, way in the world is this fly? Um, that's <laughs> not just iron buster. It's any iron removal, you know, chemical, yeah. you see it all over, you know, the Facebook groups is, you know, I stained my customer's driveway. So for me, I just, you know, I would say I use Crystal Wash 85% of the time. Um, I, I do love Iron Buster for when I need it, but I don't want to have to use it every day. So Yeah, I love thing... it. Is,
1: I mean, my favorite. Go ahead, Keith. Well, the
2: other thing with Crystal Wash is, and we learned this from Michael Hill, uh, so shout out to Mike. hope you're doing well, dude. Um, That lowering the pH on a car actually helps with the bonding if you're doing the Mm coating. So a low pH car, uh, according to Michael's testing, and he's a physicist, so I believe it. um, Mm -hmm. He says, will get us a better bond, which will increase the longevity of the coating that you apply. So if you're going to do a coating, having a low pH car is really helpful. And I think, you know, I think that's a huge part of kind of just a side benefit of what that product does because you, you drop the pH of the car because it is an acid product.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can also change the way a car dries. I know in, in the car washes, mm-hmm. the the way you apply chemical really determines how dry the come, not even the chemicals that you use, but how in what order you apply them determines how, how dry a vehicle can, can come out the backside. So I love crystal wash. You showed me at the, uh, Sydney at the distributor experience um, yeah. a few months ago using crystal wash as a uh, kind of first step to a tire and wheel yeah. cleaning process. And that has yes. been, psh, I, I it doesn't get any better or easier to clean wheels than that. Right. If you're not using that, yes. you're absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, for wheels, and that's where I primarily use it. I mean, the wheels is amazing. It just, you know, especially, um, you know, like on my personal wheels, I may not need it because they're maintained very well. But when these customers first come in, you haven't seen the car for six months, I mean, you really need to just get it going, right? I mean, it saves you so much time and gets them so clean. Um, so for wheels, it's just invaluable. And, you know, for me, if I don't think it would be good to use Iron Buster that often to clean your wheels. You know, I, I think that would be really hard on them and, and unnecessary. Um, so yeah, I, I love the crystal wash on wheels for sure. That is my every time. Love it.
1: I use it every time. Every time I wash, I use it. It's I mean it's a few sprays on the rim before you, you know, put brake buster over the top, it's it yep. makes it so much easier and you just get it. It's just a better, a better result. And it doesn't take it adds next right. to no time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're not using crystal wash in your wash, in your will wash process, reach out to Sydney. She can show you a way that'll absolutely
0: yeah.
1: blow you away. It's it's crazy. So it's honestly crazy.
0: All right, so chemistry whoa. people
1: underutilize chemistry so much. <laughs> like, I know it's anyway. All
0: right, Joe says we recently switched over to panel prep for Clay lube on vehicles getting paint correction. I'm impressed at how bare the paint is after claying it now. Yes, the clay, I mean the clay reset towel too, like huge shout out to that that thing has changed um you know my results as well, so I prefer to do both crystal wash and then I go back with the um, clay towel. I love it, love it.
1: So uh, let, let, uh, let's let's talk about that for a minute, if you if you don't mind, because this is something I've struggled with. Because I actually mm-hmm. have started doing it the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to get your thoughts on this because mm-hmm. I've always struggled with, you know, with the clay you're a lot of times you're removing the surface stuff and the more embedded stuff you're knocking the top off right so if you do crystal or your iron buster first Mm -hmm. and then your clay you still can leave some stuff in there i feel i feel like if you clay first and then do the iron buster you have a better chance of getting that pitted stuff out Mm Is yeah. there? I mean, is there a reason why you do no. iron, the iron remover first, then the clay? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, totally. I'm not sure that there is a wrong way. I've always thought of it the opposite, that if I put the crystal wash on the surface and let it loosen everything, that the clay will pull it off easier. So I don't know. There's probably the re- not a wrong way, honestly.
1: I've heard that the really embedded stuff – like. Most of the time you just knock the top off and leave leave the uh, leave it still kind of pitted in the paint. You have a, a smooth surface, but that was my thought is knock the top off and then let the the chemical like actually bleed in there and, and dig that stuff out. So you have yeah. to play around with that a little bit more.
0: Yeah, there's probably not a wrong way. I mean, I could see how both ways totally work. Totally work. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm not sure who he's talking about here, but it says, "Be careful! I heard he will slather himself in honey and attract bees to fend off the swamp creature." Ron, who are you talking about?
1: I, I, <laughs> you talking I, I, sounds about? like fun. Sounds yeah. interesting. Not me, but I mean, it's I, it, it's worth a shot. You know, I'm not opposed right. to it. I like honey.
0: Yeah. First from Puerto Rico saying, hi, I do not know where this fly is coming from. It's crazy. Everyone's saying good morning to Keith. Oh, what is the best engine bay dressing? So I have two that I like. Um, Probably my first one is dynamic. Actually, I have three. Dynamic, natural finish, or full send. I really like full send, too.
1: Ooh, full st- oh, yeah. Cause that's got some anti-static in it too. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I have used full send a couple times and I I like the aroma. Um, it smells fantastic. But yeah, I do, I like the way it settles. And so similar to when we're working on like side by sides or something, um, you know, it just has that self-leveling and just a little bit of fine. And yeah, the anti-static, so important. So yeah. Um, yes, Ron, I've used um Koch Motorplast. It's an Awesome, awesome product. It's just for me, it's a little on the spendy side for as many cars as I do. But it even,
1: is even even dynamic four to one. Yeah. Dynamic four to one is still just a, yeah. a great value. Um
0: yep. Love them. Bad Mike eating your stroopaw. I think I told him he could. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Willie. I just signed up for my first SEMA show. What are the other trade shows I should attend? Oh man. MTE, uh, by far MTE. It is in Orlando at the end of January. Um, MTE is probably my favorite show just because they have Education Day. And the Education Day is just awesome. Really, really
1: yeah. awesome. Seema is amazing, but MTE has a little bit more of a um, an intimate vibe. So you have a little bit more time I mean it is just crazy. So all the all the big hitters there are, are they're being pulled 15 different directions. When yeah. you go to MTE, you get a little bit more interaction and and um it's just a little bit a little bit more um I mean that's that's a detail and and PDR show. So that's that's yeah all you're gonna get there. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. SEMA is crazy. You're going to, I mean, that's about like the cars and and all the big manufacturers that are there, you know, uh, all the people in the industry, you know, you're going to get to see them, but like Shad said, you're not really going to get to talk to them for very long. Um, and then MTE brings the education and just that intimate, you know, calmer feel. Um, you know, we have the IDA, you know, annual meeting. Um, so it's just, there's a lot more opportunity for detailers to connect at one place. Um, <clears throat> you know, we do have Rennie's uh, party at SEMA and that's great. But again, it's super, you know, just a lot of people in one space. It's hard to kind of get around and talk to people. Um, and so, yeah, just MTE as far as education and really like getting your questions answered and um, learning stuff. on MTE is great. SEMA is just like a big Party and a big crazy show, right? Yeah. So two totally different. If you, different.
1: If, what I loved about SEMA when I when I attended my first SEMA was the it really if you want to open up your vision as to what the 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 real scope and size of the detailing industry go to SEMA. It will it 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 will change your vision of what's possible in yeah. the industry and in life. Like when I first went there, it was like, wow, this is like there is so much potential in this industry and guys and stuff, i mean a lot of people get into this thinking they're just going to get by but there's you know talking to, about going back to jamie the people we visited like they've created real real um financial freedom for themselves through through the detailing industry and that's you know that was a huge catalyst for me really seeing that and it was like it, it expanded my vision of what was possible in the industry
0: Yeah. And SEMA is also a good place. If you're thinking about expanding your business and wanting to add other services, you know, um, leather repair, tint film, uh, touch up painting. I mean, that SEMA is going to be where you're going to really meet a lot of those, um, you know, people in the industry that you can kind of get hooked up with. Um, but then as far as, yeah, they're, they're both great. I mean, I, I suggest both, but it's a, two completely different yep. experiences for sure. All right, let's get into Sarah. So I had some small issues on a on a Lincoln. Um, the vehicle has not been cleaned in years and the leather had tons of crumbs in the seat cracks. Tried the Tornador and Express and couldn't get everything out. Also tried to vacuum too. Any suggestions? So my suggestion is just be really careful. So I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen those where it seems like crumbs, but they're actually kind of like leather pieces that have kind of crumbled and 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 fallen into themselves. Um, For me, when when a seat is really compromised like that, I honestly try to do as little as possible because that is something that you can definitely make the situation worse real fast. And even though the seat was already compromised, you could put yourself in a position where the customer expects you to fix it. So, you know, I try the tools I have, I try to be really careful. And if I can't get it, I just explained to the customer that, you know, the seat is too compromised. You didn't want to make it worse. Um, because really if those crumbs aren't coming out with just vacuuming and, and, a tornador, but even then be careful with the tornador on a crack, you could definitely, you know, blow the leather up. Um, so if, if you can't get it out with your general tools that you have, I would, You know not try to fix it because leather is you don't want to make it worse
1: no and that may be why it's not coming out because it's still kind of attached those aren't like they're 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 seem like crumbs but they're still you know attached to the seat because they are yeah i've seen that quite a bit so yeah
0: Yeah, they're kind of just crumbs of the leather i have a feeling i mean i think i know exactly what you're talking about i've had some that come in that seems like crumbs but it's actually pieces of the leather so yeah all right. Hans says, Gabriel, can you swift my car next? Isn't that funny, Hans? We never seem to have time to do our own cars.
1: <laughs> Will you do um, mine next?
0: Yeah, Sydney using bead maker in the hair. You know what? I My hairdresser hates bead maker. <laughs> she is constantly, before she colors my hair, she has to strip the bead maker out. Um, Does Eddie she use panel makeup prep? She's paint prep for that? <laughs> she has to use like a stripping, you know, like, I don't know, apple cider vinegar. Um, Eddie loves dry shampoo too. I have heard that. Yes. Awesome. Hi. Good morning, Rick. Rick just got a new shop. He is one that um, was mobile for years, and um, I've gotten to watch his uh, progression. He's in South Carolina and just got a shop. Absolutely awesome. Congratulations, Rick. Smash and blast the like button for sure. For sure. Um, Already used 20 liters of it. Are we talking crystal wash? (laughs) there's a side conversation and i'm not keeping up with I'm the side conversation so. so then when these come up i don't know what I you I can
1: keep up with the main conversation I'm I, too, know, yeah, right? it's, it's, I know right i
0: know Okay, this is a great tip. So, Fast Eddie says, I'll do a couple test spots on a car with Iron Buster. And if the paint doesn't bleed, then just switches to Crystal Wash and then go. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I've I like done that too. I've totally done that too, where I do a test spot, you know, especially like on white cars and stuff. Um, I'll do a test spot and see, like, okay, do I need to do um, Iron Buster? And then honestly, sometimes I do a combo. Sometimes I'm using Crystal Wash on most of the car, and then on the back, you know, especially if it's an SUV and they travel a lot on the freeway, then I'll use iron buster on the back because it's that back door that gets those, like you can literally see those rest spots. So sometimes I use a combo.
1: That's a great idea. Cause crystal wash is substantially less expensive than iron buster. So
0: you can use that, use that substantially. Yep. Awesome. Keith, can you explain that? How to, how can paint get a lower pH? Let's see if Keith is off eating his Stroopwafel. He might not be there. He is. <laughs> well, hey, this is really a Shad and Keith
2: question together because we're unfortunately the car wash and uh, influence in our lives is part of this, you know? And so, um, really, it's just about surface uh, affect. So, whatever product you've used on a surface, if it's got a positive or a negative uh, or a higher or low pH, if you will, if you want to go that way. Uh, it it tends to be the residual, um, if you will, static charge that's on the car. So uh, what we see is that with high pH or alkaline products, they they tend to be a little slimy, if you will, when they get wet and when they're mixed with product. Um, And those are great at cutting things like grease and oils and and that type of materials. Acids are a little bit better at organics, and they, they also do some brightening. So that's why when you see glass look better after it's been washed, in a car wash, it's because the acid has had an effect to kind of, uh, if you will, oxidize and eat off everything on the surface there. So really what you're getting is a surface effect from the pH of the chemical. Uh, and that just helps, you know, again, a negative charge. You have a product that we know, uh, we talk about this all the time with SIO2 products, normally bead maker, normally the spray, you know, protectants, the car gets dusty, right? Well, you're losing a positive charge there. So what we're doing is we're taking a positively charged or a product that might have what we would think a positive charge effect like a coating, uh, an SIO2 product, and we're putting it with a negative charge. And what do those two things do? They balance. And so we get the product to really adhere to the surface better. Uh, and Dave will now shoot me because that's probably the worst explanation in history. Um, but I think that's just kind of a real seesaw kind of balance explanation of it. Uh, and Chad, if I if I didn't explain it real well, help me out here. No, th-
1: that was that was beautiful, man. I mean, it, it's people going back. We were talking about chemistry earlier. People don't
0: mm-hmm.
1: people don't understand how important chemistry is in this. I mean, even diluting, like you know, I have this co- this this conversation with my customer all the time mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to talking about the chemtrail. Like chemicals, even if they're not properly diluted, it can change their effect. And and I mean, like if you have something that says dilute four to one and you dilute it two to one thinking you're making it stronger a lot of times you have raw materials those those, uh bottles are packed with so many raw materials that some of them don't even open up and start to work till till they're diluted to a certain level so you think oh two to one is stronger but you've actually um handicapped the 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 product because it doesn't even really open up and start working properly till four to one so you're actually doing the opposite so chemistry is important and I, i think you did a great job i mean the the carpet system is that's why it's so fantastic because it attacks organic inorganic and organic and um and then neutralizes and it you you get the best of both worlds and it's almost impossible to set stains and um chemistry is important don't go down the rabbit hole of chemistry but at least you should know the basics of of what of the chemistry you're using and and why it works the way it does
2: yeah and and i think you know, that, that would be the thing I'd say there's The chemists have figured this out, uh, and we're just kind of following the advice, chemists and physicists. Um, I will say, you know, there's a follow-up question here from Kirby. It's an interesting comment, Keith. Low regarding pH prior to coating application. So the low pH is going to stay residually on the car if we've treated the surface directly like we do with crystal wash. Um, and, yes, if you go through your polishing process and, and other things, Uh, you'll affect that a little bit, but you'll still have probably an overall negative charge on the car. Mm -hmm. Uh, So wouldn't worry too much about that, Kirby, if you're worried about, oh, you know, I got to do all these other steps. It'll probably still have some effect there um, unless you just, for whatever reason, get out the degreaser and and do some sort of other treatment there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I think the other big thing with chemistry is that, uh, like you said, Chad, you know, wheel acids that say recommend dilute four to one. Um, they don't turn into what they actually are until you add the water. So I'm going to use the wheel acid straight. Well, it's not actually the same acid uh, because water with certain wheel acids will make it hydrofluoric or not. And so, or, you know, so you need to actually put the water in there to, to make them work. Um, you know, and I, and I just think there's a reason why the manufacturer says, here's our recommended dilution ratio. Um, I always say RTFM, read the free manual. Uh, and I encourage that, you know, read the manual in the back of the bottle. It tells you how to use it. Uh, you'll
1: probably get best results. Um, well, and it's it's like if, if why would why would a manufacturer tell you to run it at four to one? If at two to one, you could use more product right. and and spend more money. Like it doesn't make sense. They don't. I mean, we're, it's we're not trying to like they're not manufacturers aren't trying to um, limit you. They're trying to give you the best experience. And they, you know, like Dave, Dave, the the research and development that goes into the stuff that he makes is so precise that it's like there's a reason why it says four to one or whatever the dilution ratio is just follow it you're not doing yourself any favors by creating your own dilution ratios
2: yeah i mean i really appreciate if you want to use soap stronger than it should be and you want to spend more money you know that always is nice but um we really want you guys to get the maximum benefit out of the product so Um, and by the way, good morning, Bristol. Um, she's giving us yes. her best
0: side. Yes. So mm-hmm. she she is photobombing. I know she started out on this side and now she's moved to this side, but she's not going to look at anybody.
2: Yep. So there's the Kirby <laughs> comment I just brought, mentioned, uh, and I'm back in the shadow.
0: Yeah. Shout out to the TRC Grand Ambassador Challenge between Jamie and the Harry Housewife. It's getting a little bit heated. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So uh, there, there's uh, Jamie has been putting out information that the, that the fix is in, that he thinks the TRC guys are helping uh, Harry the housewife. It's, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Hello. I can't wait to see who wins that. They're both doing a phenomenal job. All right. So Super Auto with, so question, are both Iron Buster and Crystal Wash safe to use with the perforated synthetic decontamination towel? No degrading of the media. So I would not use those in combination. Um I know that in the past we've seen other companies do that. I have tested it and I do not recommend it. One, um, for me, I feel like it, if you use it with Iron Buster, your towel forever smells like even more rotten Iron Buster. So I wouldn't do that. Um, Crystal wash is just not meant to do that. So it's meant to be rinsed away. So I really would do those two processes independently. So my pro- my process is, is whether I'm using Iron Buster or Crystal Wash, I actually apply both of them to a dry vehicle. So it's kind of my pre-wash. So definitely Crystal Wash has to be dry. Iron Buster can be on a wet car, but still I feel like it works better on a dry vehicle. So I would spray both of them. I mean, spray one, right? <clears throat> and then you're going to do your normal wash. So I don't even, and I had this question come up in our, um, Instagram, Instagram messages this weekend is, do you have to, or can you rinse the crystal wash off or the iron buster off before you wash? You certainly can. There's just no reason to, there's no benefit there to do the rinse. I think you're just adding an extra step. So spray the, you know, whatever you're using, crystal or iron buster, then wash the car like normal. Then you're going to be claying after you've washed the vehicle. So I would. So not- iron,
1: decontamination, and then you foam right over the top of them and go into your hand wash and then. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that's another um, thing that, like, that when you're using, I. I've tried it too, and I feel like I stress too much about the products drying too much on like trying to clay a vehicle before uh before the iron muster like dries. So unless you're in like a perfectly climate controlled uh, area, that just seems too stressful. Well, and neither
0: one of those products has the appropriate um lubrication. Right. And so and like we're crystal wash, you're supposed to let it crystallize and dry. So No, just do those as two separate um, processes.
1: And with Absolute, how much time are you really saving? You know what I mean? You, you like, it takes you 30 seconds to put uh, Absolute through an IK sprayer on a vehicle and then clay it. It's just, you don't, you're not saving a ton of time doing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. Next up, Sarah, have you ever used paint gloss on a panel? I know that it's not its purpose, but I found that it worked and I tried Natural Finish and Swift, but it didn't look great. Yeah. There's certainly, there is vehicles out there that, do not like any type of dressing. So, um, yes, I have done that. And I have used actually, um, where I have put Swift in a car, like, let's say the ones that are always difficult for me is Range Rover sports, the, they just do not like dressing. I don't know what it is about them, but they do not like dressing. So usually what I'll do is I'll go through a Swift and then yes, I will take, um, like paint gloss or I've used even, you know, just absolute to be honest. And I like knock it down and and smooth it out with absolute or paint gloss. And so, yes, you can absolutely do that. Um, I don't know really in that case, how much UV protection you're leaving behind, but so I usually like to go back over swift. I do like to leave some type of protection, but I know exactly what you mean. There is some cars out there that do not like any type of, you know,
1: no, type. And
0: aren't, aren't the new Chevys, you have a new Chevy, aren't Chevys kind of, they don't like natural finish, right?
1: I haven't tried. Okay. I've, so I've, had, a couple,
0: I've had a couple like new Chevy AT4, you know, Suburbans come in and those doors do not like. I'm going to
1: have to try that. Um, yeah. No.
0: Kind of interesting. So, um, yes, yeah, Sydney is not up to date. I am not up to date, not up to date on the side conversation. <laughs> Oh, look, now she's really photobombing. Now she's now she's getting fancy, hanging her legs over the side.
1: <laughs> Cats are so interesting. They're, They're just- so
0: funny. So yeah. funny. They just do what they want to do. All right. Does anybody else insist or looking at car prior to accepting the job? Yeah. Um, I don't at this point in my business, but only because I'm basically on referral base only. So my customers know not to refer anybody with a total pile. <laughs> um, so no, I don't. Um, I did have one a couple weeks ago that I wish that I would have looked at before accepting it. And not that I wish that I would have looked at it before accepting it, but I wish I would have known what I was getting into. And it was that 96 Camaro that had been in a barn for 15 years. Um, You know, they explained that it was dirty. They explained all the things you would think when it's been sitting in a barn. What I was not prepared for was the condition that the hood was in, which was complete clear coat failure, lots of cracks, lots of and and the car had been repainted. Um I wish I would have known that before accepting it because I, I would have known that I needed an extra five hours, I guess. Um so normally I don't, but in some cases, I think it's a it's a good idea. What in the world is black?
1: There's a lot of people that do. There's a lot of people that at least to get it to give a quote, they insist on seeing the vehicle, whether it's yeah. through pictures or through you know actually seeing it. And here's the here's the great thing about de- detailing. There's not a hard and fast rule. This is the only way to do it. If that's what's working for you in your business, yeah. And you feel like you need to put eyes on vehicles before you do them, before you before you quote them, then absolutely do it. There's not you know it's not wrong to do that by any means. If that's yeah. what's working for you, yeah. keep doing it.
0: Especially, um, especially if you're giving hard quotes before, you know, then you definitely want to see it because that is one thing where I feel like it's always a surprise. There's always something that surprises you. Even on the side where people go, my car is so dirty. It's those people that the car's not even dirty at all. Uh-huh. It's usually people that's like, oh, so my car's not too bad. bad. It's not.
1: No, it's, got a, it's got a little yeah. bit of dog hair in it. get there. It yeah. looks like they've murdered 16 Huskies in there.
0: Yeah, then it's crazy. And if they say it's really dirty, then it's usually not that bad. So, hi, Tyler. So, t- Tyler joined a little bit late. So, yes, we did have an absolutely amazing show at Budco this weekend. It was awesome. Tyler, what Tyler? Coochie. Tyler Coochie. That was Tyler. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's up, Ty? That yeah, was good, man. Um, all right. Two Fresh Detail Studio. Good morning, everyone. I just started my business in July after I got fired from my day job. A blessing in disguise. Love the information that you provided. Helped me a ton. Thank you. That's so great. Awesome, awesome. And yes, and Congrats. I know that's probably gonna spark the question is when will this be in a podcast form? And I'm trying to work on it. Trying to work on getting the audio extracted from our old videos and then, you know, moving forward. We're, we're we're working on that. We're kind of doing a project um with the IDA in tandem with trying to figure out how to make this um available on podcast platforms. So working on it. But glad, glad it's helping you. Um just <laughs> I'm totally missing the side conversation. Just like tools in SEMA to keep mice away, like the mouse blocker. I missed that one. I haven't seen the mouse blocker at SEMA. But you know what? I, I haven't been out of the booth for several years, so I need to get out. I need to get out. Right. Shout out to Rennie and Keith for an awesome podcast. Awesome info. Ron, I found more detailers get themselves into trouble when they don't follow directions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and that, that's definitely a good um, point to make is that You know, I see people doing things like removing seats, taking wheels off, you know, trying to be a hero. And it's just usually not worth it. Like you really have to be careful with, you know, how much you're trying to fix. A lot of times, you know, I'm sure I've told the story about, you know, one of my customers coming in with his Raptor and he scratched the back corner of his truck, brand new Raptor with his ski pole. And me trying to be the hero I wasn't even going to charge him for it. And I was like, Oh, I can get that out real quick. No problem. And I burned through his paint. The only time I've ever burnt through paint was when I was trying to do a favor for somebody because I thought I could be a (laughs) quick hero. For free. Yeah. Yeah. And for free. And it's, yeah. Don't ever try to be the hero. Like know your limits, know your safety. I mean, I will always try to fix stuff for people if I'm a hundred percent confident that I can do it. Um, but, it, sometimes it's just better to put it back on them that it needs to be appropriately fixed, you know? So, so yes, it, but it's make sure you know your limits. You don't have to be a hero.
1: Yeah. I feel like most, a lot of details, me and Jamie were talking about this the other day. Um A lot of details get into detail because they don't like the, uh the authority, right? They don't like, what, like someone telling them what to do, but yeah. following directions is not someone telling them what to do. So yeah. it's, right two different things
0: yep yeah. so this is kind of a, 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 not a like a friendly swipe at jamie but so generally speaking and you guys hear us say all the time like our official response is don't mix chemicals but jamie obviously mixed um bead maker and dream maker and honestly i use it all the time um those two it's fine to mix those two I would not get into mixing too much else. Like we've had people say, can I mix Defender with Beadmaker? Don't do that. That's not that's not going to work out for you. Um, there's very few things that you can mix that is going to turn out well. So um, definitely like try to follow directions. Um, you know, definitely Dream Maker, Beadmaker, that was kind of a one-off safe thing to, to mix. And it actually did make something really great. So, um, yeah. totally, you know, hands off to Jamie for coming up with that. It's amazing, but, um, you know, don't, don't mix too much else. Um, yes, super auto. I do. Yeah. I send them to a tunnel wash first because I like the cars to show up clean. So that is true. I don't, I don't have to do too much, uh, pre-wash, but I, I do ask them to take them through a car wash. Um, yeah, photos is a great thing too. If you're in a position where you can't inspect the car ahead of time, um, I have definitely asked my customers to send me like a walk around video. Video is actually better than photos sometimes just because photos can, um, t- you know, taken from the right angle or something can make things look better than they are. So I would ask for photos and I, I ask for a walk around video. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, Touching on that, like, uh, uh, Customers will do a lot more than you realize they will if you ask them to, yeah. or if you give them the option to. A lot of us are afraid to, to you know, charge a customer more for something, or or change the quote, or. But if you give mm-hmm. them options or mm-hmm. ask them, it, it's a it's a different it's a whole different scenario. So yeah, why wouldn't they be willing to run it through a car wash real quick if they're going to get a better experience when they're when they're paying for a coating that's not a cheap a cheap yeah. thing? So
0: yeah, ask. Yeah. Um, fast Eddie, I need to see the car first. Their idea of bad differs from mine. Absolutely. So if you're running a business where you really need to give people a quote, I honestly don't even give people quotes most of the time. So if you're, if if you are you know, giving them hard quotes that they're expecting you to stick to, then absolutely see the car first. Absolutely. Um, for me and my business where I work from home, that just doesn't work to have people stopping by and, you know, it, it interrupts my workflow where I'm by myself. Um, you know, so if my work stops everything stops. And so I don't like to, I don't like to do quotes ahead of time, but, but absolutely, if you have that ability, definitely, you know, absolutely see the car first. If you're giving a hard quote, um, Kirby, I always request a quote as most our new customers and condition of our expectations are needed. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Ron, Jamie, the cleaner I can trust. Jamie's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty on it. He's pretty on it. <laughs> and the good thing about Jamie is that I'm sure he's mixed other stuff that none of us have ever heard about that didn't work out. And so absolutely, <laughs> if if something's going to work and he puts it out, then, you know, we can, tr- we can fully trust Jamie. Um, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> That's a life lesson. <laughs> Straight from Ron. All right, Sarah, I was wanting to mix bead maker and paint gloss. Now this I would absolutely not do. And the reason being is because paint gloss does have some properties in it that are kind of like a waterless wash, right? So it is going to have some of those polymers in there that are meant to break down dirt and that's not going to mix well with anything. So I would not mix the two. Um, You can layer the two. So you can do bead maker and then immediately go over the top with paint gloss to make sure that you've cut the static barrier and kind of, you know, Um, kind of not really quick cures, but helps if you need to drive the car right away with bead maker, but I would not mix the two because paint gloss, it, it won't, it won't work out. I promise you can try it, but it won't, it won't work out.
1: They'll separate very quickly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. I got about four minutes left, Keith, and then Piper's got to get to the vet. (laughs) Um, Gabriel, I have a whole list of things you can mix. (laughs) Uh, Ron, I had someone contact me. They saw my detailing page and asked for a quote on a Jeep Wrangler. I asked the potential client to see their car and she said she would come by. And then there must be a second part of that.
2: No second part. No
0: second part. Ron. Just ask. Well, wait, you know, may, they may From Ron. It, there's only so
2: many characters you can come in there. Yeah. Time, so. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We are pretty well. That was kind of the last comment we had. Cool. Um so let's talk about where are you next? Me? Yeah. Well, Chad, where are you next? Or Where are you going? Oh, um,
1: hopefully in bed, man. I'm exhausted. <laughs> we it's just leading up to this. It's been crazy. We, my, we took my son to Lagoon yesterday, which is our oh our. I I don't really want to say it's it's not a poor man's Disneyland. If if Disneyland had a baby with a carny, not even a carnival, but a carny from a carnival, that would be what we have here, and that's Lagoon. So we took him there yesterday and walked another freaking 72 miles yesterday. Um, So I'm exhausted. I'm actually going to climb under my desk after this and take a nap. So um, that's That's where you'll find me.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, I... We'll be making one stop before SEMA in Hayward for, um, we are having a international distributor event at Hayward right before SEMA. So that will be my next stop, but it will be on the way to SEMA. And then we, um, I mean, this next five weeks is going to go by insanely fast. Um, so, you know, the fall is starting, football's finishing up. So I'm going to be crazy busy and SEMA is going to be here before we know it, and that is where you will see us next. So we will have what will we have? One more. Do we have one or two more? I feel like I was looking at the schedule and I almost think that are we at SEMA on the next Beadmaker Coffee? We're gonna have to look oh at God, that. Don't don't ask me this. I know um, we might have to move some stuff around. That could be a little bit crazy. So but
2: next beadmaker coffee is the ninth, the 23rd, and then it would be the Monday after. So we'll do, okay, we do kind of jump over Cute. SEMA week, I think. Good. Good. I think the that's, scheduling department did a great job on that. Nice work. Saving. That's a
0: good thing because yeah, <laughs> trying to add that in with everybody coming yeah. in could be crazy. So um, thank you again, Chad, for joining me. Um, it's been so thank great you. event again. I mean, so much congratulations. That was absolutely awesome to the entire Budco crew, which like you said is absolutely amazing. Um, it was just a really, really good event. I always, always enjoy coming there. And um, yeah, it was a great weekend.
2: That yeah, was great. Thank a you, guys. I'd, I'd never been there, man. So you guys, you yeah. guys killed it. You did a great job. The whole crew was was awesome. They're fantastic hosts, and uh, thank you to Matt and the team uh, as well as you, Shad, for for putting on a great event. And uh, I will see the rest of you next week in, or this weekend in Prescott, Arizona, at the Off Road Show, uh, or the week after at PNS at the uh, Global SV event. Oh, yeah. or the week after in uh, Maryland for the detailing world premiere or the week after at the PNS international event. And then okay. maybe steam alive by that point. So
1: it was going to be fun. First, first time IDA is going to be there. I want to thank you guys. You guys helped make this event, um, our best one ever. And leading up to this, you guys have been such a huge, I mean, just a huge part of this in, in our growth on this side of the, of the business. Um, I know. I, I thank you guys while you're here, but I just want to reiterate the support that I've gotten from PNS. All the members of PNS, um, especially you guys, is is been such a big part of our success. Um, and I, I genuinely don't think we'd be here without you guys. You guys, PNS, is second to none when it comes to the support you give your distributors and your customers. So thank you guys. You guys are awesome, and thanks for having
0: me. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Thanks, all right, guys. everybody, have a, great, have a week. great
0: week. We will see you next time. Okay.